It has been, yeah. Well, it's been uh, on the calendar. It has been in like space time. The last two weeks have been condensed into about four minutes. I feel like we've never. I feel like it's been instant. Yeah, it feels like we've never recorded a podcast before. <laughs> yeah, I know. It feels like we haven't left this room, yeah. and also this is the first time we've been in this room. Yeah, it's a paradox. Very I feel like weird. That we're inside of right now. Yeah, that's what Black Friday will do to you, though. Yeah. So, I don't know if if you don't know out there. Um, you know, we work in e-commerce, I'll put it that way. And, uh, so we've definitely been impacted by Black Friday and Cyber Monday schedules and Green emotionally Monday. more than anything. Yeah. Emotionally and time wise, right. Available time has definitely yeah. been, um, been at a limited. Premium. Yeah. At a quite a premium. So I'd like to say we're sorry. We didn't get to talk to you guys. Uh, I, I'm sure they probably managed. I don't know. I think a lot of people like yeah, a lot of people really look forward to this as the highlight of their their week. Did you notice a disturbance in the force? I noticed um I don't I don't have the force. Mm. I am not a force user. Not too many midichlorians. No, my it's midichlorians are lacking. Yeah, it's too bad. I actually thought I'd go to the doctor and see there's if I could get a supplement. That. Yeah. Know? There's pills for that. Yeah, I heard there's a cream that you can rub on. That's actually really good. Topical ways, okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's not uh midichlorians, it's actually testosterone, but right. I'm hoping it'll do like the same thing. It'll do the same thing. It'll definitely put a disturbance in my force. Yeah, that's for something sure. will be disturbed. Uh huh. So uh, how how have your two weeks been, Bill? I've been pretty good. Uh, very busy. Um, I flew more than I ever have in that span of time. I had I was up in the air three times within a week, which uh, was a lot. The most I've ever done is you know once every other week. So three times in one week was pretty crazy. And um, kind of a more tech yeah reason for that. Um, if you guys have listened to past episodes, you know that I, I stream flight simulators as a way to practice for the real-world training. Do you? I do. Um, and someone that came into my stream one day um, asked where I was located, you know, what, what airport I was based out of. I told him John Wayne. He said, me too. And, you know, we just were, were chatting during the stream. And he's like, hey, man, if you ever want to, you know, come and I'll take you up in the Bonanza, which is a type of plane, one of my favorite planes ever. Um, so we, you know, we joined the discord, we coordinated it and, uh, we went on a nice little lunch date <laughs> to Catalina. So it was, it was crazy. So I, I streamed you went on a Catalina lunch date with a gentleman. I did. Yeah. Was he French? Uh, no, he was not French. Oh, cause there's a guy. I met. He, <laughs> pretty sure it's a different guy. <laughs> this, yeah. I don't know if this one plays piano. So went from streaming to discord to real airplane, filmed some GoPro footage, uploaded it, watched it during a stream, and then we'll upload it to YouTube. At what point did you guys have sex? Um. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, you guys had to smash. <laughs> little ground school. Yeah, you know. So, it was kind of, it was a cool um, real-world experience that was born from, you know, goofy video game streaming Twitch and got some content out of it i don't like your condescending tone towards video game streaming it's not i have no condescension it goofy in, i no condescension you made it seem small intended and i don't i don't appreciate um, that but compared to flying a 
three thousand pound airplane airplane into a airport fifteen hundred feet off the ground is un- is unbelievable. A goofy little airplane. It's a goofy little airplane that does one hundred and seventy knots to a goofy little airport. <laughs> Yeah, yeah so that's what I thought. It was so freaking epic. So that's that. That's what I did. And then Thanksgiving and family and whatever. Blah. So family. Um, my past couple weeks are good. I've also been extremely busy. Um, kind of. Uh, you know, it's hard. Like, uh, I would say I am the, um, kind of the hardware nerd behind our podcast. You know, like uh. I've been digging around and buying mics and trying this and seeing how I can get the audio better and how I can mix it better. And so I ended up buying a mixer over this past week. And like, it's really a pit of despair when you get into audio and trying to make it sound right. Cause it always seems to sound worse than before you started. Like everything you buy, it's like, did this make it worse? Like, I feel like I'm making it worse. Uh, because you just keep messing with Why it. Why can nobody hear me? Why am I too loud? <laughs> yeah, like you just keep messing with it and it never really makes sense. Um, so a lot of that, a lot of testing, a lot of trying to to get it in line. And um, other than that, I'm trying to think of like I've had any like exciting, fun stories. Like I haven't been flying through the sky. Um, yeah, I've been pretty, I've been actually pretty lame. Like, just like, oh, I mean, that kind of like when you're so busy and like yeah, mentally like, drained at work, you kind of just want to just blank out. And know? even the weekends, you know, it's been a lot of like Friendsgivings and events for like, I mean, my family's in San Diego, so I haven't seen my family for Thanksgiving, but it's a lot of friend events, you know? So yeah, you know, I've seen buddies and stuff, but it hasn't really, um, it hasn't kind of been those like impact moments. Nothing where it's like, and then I did this. I went out. Yeah. I went out to Black Friday, not shopping or like Thanksgiving night. I did end up going to a couple stores uh, just to see the carnage. And I will tell you guys, I've been to GameStop twice in the past two months, and both times I bought nothing because the staff there is a joke. Ugh, a joke. I mean. It's gonna I my, kill them off. It's gonna kill them. I have my complaints about other stores like yeah. recently, but GameStop has been the biggest mess of a store that I've been to. Like, I just can't believe that they're so bad at at churning through customers. That that'll be the nail in the coffin for them, more so than just digital transactions yeah. or whatever. Because there's still something cool about going in and getting a disc, and you know. I mean, I'd probably go get a hard copy of Red Dead. You yeah, know? You just, but you can't get in and out of that place. Yeah, and and if you're just kind of like, ah, those people are assholes, I'm going to go get a Target. You know, so like, it's- I went, when Red Dead released, I went to go buy a hard copy of Red Dead, like you're just saying. I walked into the store. There's one lady working there. There's two customers. They're both in line. The first dude comes up, and he's got, like, some printouts, and they are just, like, talking about stuff you know what i mean they're just like oh what about this and what about i got this and i was like okay like i'm gonna get out of line and just look around for a while and see when this burns out someone else got in line in the meantime i'm like it doesn't matter because it's just this guy taking all the time i can just get in behind that guy i'm not i'm not like uptight or so like tight with my time so eventually i just jump back in line it's still the first guy talking Jeez. it's been probably 15 minutes did you fall out 76 return guy the place <laughs> yeah so then um the next person comes up and it's another like 10 minutes of them like going back and forth and and 
and like literally like the second person the moment where she's trying to like upsell them i'm just like you need to get this customer the fuck out of the store like as someone who has like worked in a store before it's like how could you ever make money when the register is so slow to open all you know and, what I mean? <laughs> like all of her day i'm sure yeah all was of your- dead yeah. It was dead her entire shift. And then the one time she's got four people standing in line to buy something. Yeah. She's, you know, chatty Kathy. Yeah. If in the time, if it takes you, you know, let's just call it a dollar for every minute, you know, like it's, God, yeah. it's like, how could you ever make profit? Like all of every single customer is taking you 10 minutes. So that was that story. So black, well, Thursday, Thanksgiving, I go to GameStop again because they're having a sale, right? And it's twenty dollars for all these PS4 games. And there's one PS4 game I want. All right, so I walk in. It's nine o'clock. They're closing at like ten, and uh, I'm the only person in line. There's one person in front of me buying a PS4. There are literally five employees trying to figure out this transaction. Okay, I'm waiting in line. So five minutes in, like a couple people form up in line behind me, and the guy behind me eventually asks uh, one of the staff that's walking by, like, hey, I'm looking for this game. I was looking for the exact same game. So I tell her, I'm looking for that game too, right? Grab two of them. Grab two of them, right? And so while she's looking, I get called like to the counter, right? So I go to the counter, and the guy's like, okay, well, like we don't have any new copies in that game, but what we do have is like um pre-order copy so it's paper sleeved and the case is with it it's like you know like they put the cases on the wall yeah and they take them so i'm like yeah. fine i'll take it it's 20 bucks like i don't care right so the guy behind me that also asked for the game is like okay like i want one too and the guy's like well this is the last one mm-hmm. and I, I, ultimately i'm like you know i'm was lying in front of you right and the guy behind me is like oh no that's not a problem i put one on hold online uh like a couple hours ago so they're like okay so they look in the drawer and i see them pull out his paperwork with no game right and they're like (laughs) and so they're like oh um yeah we we took your hold but we didn't actually pull the game and i'm just like all the while the guy is proceeding in my transaction right and i tell the guy I say, you can't sell me this. Like, like, I understand that I'm in front of him in line, but that guy put it on hold. Like, like, I don't know why I'm the one that's, that's doing this right now, but like, you pieces of shit need to give him the game, right? Like, it, it makes sense. Like, I, I, I'm, I am not on my conscience, like, gonna screw this guy to save like six bucks on a playstation you know what i mean like it's so it's so maddening this is why it's so frustrating the uh you know i'm not even gonna go there never mind that's a tear that sucks yeah it does (laughs) suck and one if they would have just got me through the line i never would have met the guy behind me i never would have had this like moral dilemma about whether i can take like like there's so much weight on this like transaction now that I don't need to deal with. None of this is on me. You know what I mean? Like it's good, good, good God. Yeah, it just drove me nuts. So I hate GameStop. I had a similar experience with Best Buy this week, but we won't even get into that. <laughs> but um it just it just goes to show why um e commerce and one company specifically is just taking over, right? Because it's just 
every time I it's go into such stores, a headache. Yeah, it's such sucks. a headache. And you know what? It shouldn't be this way, but I notice when, like, I'm shocked when someone gives me good service at a retail store. Yeah, it's amazing when at a time when service should be the defining factor. Yeah. The only time I get good service is if I go to an extremely high-end store. Right. Went to, uh, you know the store Anthropology. Yeah, I know. It's like ridiculously expensive. Mm-hmm. Like this this wine glass is $60. Yeah, for one. Yeah, for one. <laughs> get fucked, buddy. Yeah. Like this is insane. But I, I, rec- I, I noticed this, this girl that was helping this woman pick out some stuff, and she started to walk away. And she she stops, turns around, and says, "Oh, ma'am, like, are, are you going to continue shopping?" She's like, "Yeah, I was." She's like, "Well, let me take this stuff up front for you, so you don't have to walk around." With yeah. It. And I, it was like, it's the exact opposite of your experience, where this this woman, this girl, like, walked away, made like, you know, didn't need to do that, mm-hmm. but made the conscious decision, be like, you know, it would be a nice thing to do, be a good experience to 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 turn back around. And and try to and do something nice to help a customer have a pleasant experience. Yeah, like I don't want to be the foo foo guy, but like, cause you know, like I'm single in my thirties, like I spend money like crazy, so I go into some high end stores, right? Like, like I'll definitely go into like Bloomingdale's or something to look at shoes, or you know, some, or Nordstrom or Nordstrom, some designer yeah. shit. And like, but you know, even like Macy's, like they they have a good level of service at that store right like i've definitely had people even at macy's be like you know hey if you want to buy these now that's fine but we normally like this brand tends to go on sale at the end of the month Mm -hmm. so um you know just go online and check next week and if they're cheaper you know we'd love to honor the price for you you know what i mean like or you can wait but you know if you want to buy them now it's fine you can buy them and wear them just bring the receipt back next week and we can refund you yeah you know it's like like that that stuff goes such a long way and it it sets um brick and mortar stores apart from e-commerce retailers and yet it seems so rare that we ever see like good customer service it's yeah it's part i mean it's personal it starts with personal accountability yeah but then it also is a training thing yeah and you can tell where the company really focuses the training on you know it's it's amazing like we went into home depot to buy buy some wood for making a christmas decoration you know it's like i needed this wood to be cut yeah and i i go up to this guy at the front of the counter and he's and i was like hey you know someone available to cut some wood he's like oh yeah someone's back there so i go like okay i go okay so i go all the way back and you know home depot's huge i go to the back corner standing there i run into this lady and i'm like like hey i need i need some wood to get cut you know could you help me um oh the guy should be around here let me let me go check i see her walk all the way back up to the store and ask the guy that i already asked and they'd come all the way. I'm just like, oh my god! I don't like just. You make it so hard well, to spend your money. That's you know? what happened at Best Buy. The same game I tried to buy at GameStop, I found a Best Buy on sale for Cyber Monday for the same price. <laughs> I put it. So this time, I I order one online to pick up at the store. I go to the store. So I order it in like the afternoon. I go to the store before they close at like seven thirty. They haven't pulled it yet. I asked the lady, like, get in line. And I'm like, hey, I ordered this, like, a long time ago. And they're like, hey, we're just taking them in order. If you want, you can go find it on the floor. Oh, God. And I was just like, are you? Yeah, you're like, what? You, is this, is this, re-? like, it's fine to say, like, you know, sir, I'm really sorry. We're really busy and I haven't had a chance to pull it. Yeah, I'm sorry uh, to bother you. Yeah, let, let, <laughs> let me find someone and we'll grab it for you right here. Just hold yeah. on for a few minutes, please. 
right? The store is not like blowing up. No, you know? of course it's, it's not. It's, it's, yeah. you know, it's not like there's Cyber lines Monday. around Best Buy on <laughs> Cyber Monday. So it's just like, 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 how fucking dare you tell me to go, Seriously. go and, find it, and right? And you like, just know these companies are like getting so bent out of shape yeah. that the South American river is, you know, taking yeah. all their sales and stocks are down and blah, blah, blah. It's like, well, because you guys are dumbasses. Yeah, it's not the internet's fault, right? It's yeah. your fault for being a shitty, shitty company Yeah, with shitty service. People still want to go to physical stores. Yeah, it feels good. It does. It feels good to walk out, have a receipt in your hand, have the product in your bag, walk out the store, it's done. I, I mean, I get the convenience of click and send, and it's going to be there in a couple of days and whatever. But some stuff, it's just it's just nice if you're out and about. Like, hey, let's go. I'm going to go stop by wherever and pick up a thing. Yeah, like listen, it's like I don't buy a lot of like super high end stuff. All right, but I was with a friend, and she does buy a lot of high end like purses and stuff. We we're on vacation, and we went to the Gucci outlet. All right, and I was like, this is dumb. I don't know why people shop at the store. Everything's a thousand dollars, right? But I really needed a wallet at the time, and they had like the wallet I was looking for, like a very flat, twofold, no fucking picture inserts and ID <laughs> slots, right? Yeah. Just a, a simple bifold wallet, and it was—I don't remember how much it cost, but it was a like, couple hundred bucks, probably, right? Yeah, between two and three hundred dollars, yeah. right? And so she's like, "Just buy it. Like it's the wallet you want. You've already spent." You know, a hundred dollars buying fossil wallets and shit that you hate. Yeah. Like so yeah. just buy this one that you want, right? Right. And I did. And you know what? Buying probably one of the cheapest items in the store, the level of service and the um the 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 treatment that they give you, I was like, Yeah, I could do this. Like for sure. Like this was It's the experience. It's such yeah. an experience, right? Yeah. And then you think about like you know, when I every other wallet I bought before this, trying to find the one I wanted, it was like, oh, you want that one, whatever. You know what I mean? And it's like, waste 60 bucks here, waste 60 bucks here, go to this place. And they're just like, you know, they'll take them all out. They show you them all. They tell you what they're made of. You know, they're just like, they're going to get a fresh one out of the back for you. They're not going to make you take the sample one. You know, it's like, it's. It sucks. I don't know why my how's my week going turned into a rant about <laughs> core customer service. Well, get I me. Mean, we're coming off of like the most you know consumer centric week of the entire year. It's, yeah. it's so ridiculous. We are we are so good at getting lost in tangents. I know, All I know. right, I got um, I got some stuff for us to talk about. Mail some, mail bag mail mail bag tech yeah mail bag mail 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 bag. Mail, 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 mail bag. Tech, yeah. Tech, yeah. Okay. I got some mailbag mail. Okay. Sweet. Um, it's three emails. It's from two people. Okay. Um, so we'll start with one because it's been a couple weeks. So we got a little uh, in between Ke- time. Yeah, a little catching up to do. So the first email goes from Ryan. Hello, Ryan. Thank you for your correspondence. Ryan L. We'll call him. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say out their him. full name. I don't yeah. want people Facebook searching this guy. All right. He said, a couple episodes ago, you mentioned that someone suggested 30-minute episodes. They're wrong. <laughs> my favorite episodes, uh, my favorite podcasts are often 90-plus minutes long. Now my question for Bill. What's the deal with airplane food? <laughs> Love I you mean, guys. Come on. You're fun. <laughs> Thank you, Ryan. Thanks, Ryan. Uh, so, Bill, what's the deal with airplane food? What's the deal with the razor blade slots in the bathroom? <laughs> are people really shaving in there? <laughs> <laughs> uh what's the deal with airplane food? Bro? I I don't know. It's margins. I 
I feel like it's pretty much gone anyway. I feel like it like I guess I don't do a lot of coast to coast flying. Yeah, you can get like on if you're going to New York, you can you'll get a meal if it's on the right time. Alaska has little meal boxes to purchase and it's like six bucks for 12 like for an alaska flight if i'm going up to seattle it's a two and a half hour flight i can get a glass of wine and a you know a box of cheese and salami and whatever and it likes 12 bucks that's not too bad like it's really not bad like i don't really care you know it's i like alaska i like virgin a lot too which is alaska alaska now yeah 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 so i feel like they were always very uh big on the accoutrements you know like even if virgin yeah, virgin. yeah. Even if you know, even if you had to buy them, right? It was nice to be able to on the. It was a nice atmosphere. Like, hey, bring me a beer. Yeah, it was a really nice atmosphere. I like their interior lighting package, which they're keeping those. I think on a lot of the Alaska flights, are just changing the colors. They're I keeping think. the safety video. Uh no, they'll, they'll really do that. That probably. was a hit, man. That was pretty good. Fly away with me. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that was pretty good. Yeah, it was a hit. It made you feel good about getting on the plane. It, it, it felt a little bit like. Like you were back in the fifties, but in the future. Yeah, kind of like a, um, kind of like a, kind of like a Fallout sort of thing. A little bit, yeah. Right? It's like a futuristic throwback. Yeah, like, you know, like the the flight attendants were all kind of dressed a little bit night, not really nicer. I want to say because Alaskas are fine too, but you know, like they just had there was it was like a little bit different. It was a little had more like a pain AM kind of. Yeah, yeah. Like, like like you're on an airplane. This is an occasion. You know, like back to the days when guys would fly with their hats and mm-hmm. jackets and you know smoke cigarettes yeah, it almost felt like the like a like an opening for like a sports event or something you know what i mean like yeah. oh it's about to start yeah there's like know? a little like, there's a 12 year old standing on a box giving out newspapers yeah, you know? yeah the little girl that did the dance thing was yeah like, yeah it was, i love that video it was so good i miss it i miss it so much oh the golden age oh i got more emails i don't know why i put my phone down hold on mailbag Mail- round two round Tech, two yeah all right um I don't know if I should read Hornets first because it's so long. Oh, boy. Okay. We're going to read Ryan's uh, Okay, Ryan's, Ryan's part current two. email. Okay. And then we'll go to Hornets because Hornets is a mofo. Like it. Okay. This is actually pretty funny. I like this one. Okay. Payless filled a fake store. Oh, wait, by the way, before, before you start that, uh, techyapodcast at gmail.com. Oh, if you'd like I'm to sorry. Emails yeah. as well. Techyapodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, Anything you want to say. Real. Let's go. <laughs> All right. Okay. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> or you could just uh or whatever twitter or us, don't twitter is tech yeah podcast yeah. uh payless f- filled a fake store in california that they called palessi that's i don't like that name with shoes and invited so-called influencers to a launch party among this group were people who totally took the bait and said they'd pay hundreds for the shoes it fascinates me because it's amazing how easily people can be persuaded by a little glitz when in fact what really is happening behind the scenes is Literal bullshit, according to Ryan. Great. Social engineering at its finest is what he says. Yes. There's an article attached. I kind of get what the story is, so I'm not going to read the article. Okay. But So this is almost exactly the same thing what we were just talking about. And I was I was going to say, you know, I was going to make a You're comment. You're going to say Pelosi? I was going to make a, uh, a comment uh, about another experience, but I just didn't want to keep going down the tangent. But that's a very good um, story and, and segue into that. So you've been to big lots, right? Oh yeah, I've been to Big Lots. I had never I've maybe been there once or twice like a long time ago. And it didn't occur to me. So our neighbor as we're doing our Christmas lights said, "Hey, you you know, Big Lots has a bunch of cheap stuff as well if you don't want to keep going to Target or whatever. Like if mm-hmm. you need some extension cords, go to Big Lots." I was like, "Damn, that's a really good idea." I never 
never even occurred to me. Like I drive right by it and just, you know, it's like it's not even there. Yeah, check right? out that big lots, bro. So like we go into big lots and it's big lots. Mm-hmm. Uh, it feels a little bit rough. Like it feels thrown together and just kind of like. opposite of glitzing land. Right? Yeah, just kind of like blah. But I, I noticed this as I was walking through actually like the linen aisle of all places. And I was like, hey, these are like nice sheets. Like it just, you know, like here's a nice blanket, a nice pillow. Like it's totally fine. This is all you really need if you're like, hey, we need some bedding. Like, you know, totally fine. Get it, whatever. Yeah, like you could put that bedding in a nice house. Yeah, no one and would have fresh bedding on everyone's bed. Exactly, and no one would be like, no one is would this notice. Big yeah, you get this at Big Lots, you cheap <laughs> bitch. <laughs> yeah. So, and that's exactly what I thought. I was like, man, this is like total. This is fine. These decorations are fine. Like, but we had just been to Fashion Island that weekend. Yeah, I know about Fashion Island. I've been and, there too. Yeah, and you're just like, well. The it's the experience that you're paying for. Yeah, the um, anthropology wine glass is no better or worse than you know the fifteen dollar wine glass at Big Lots in in what it does. She, I mean, you could say like, yeah, it's been you know it's taken more hours to make because it's real glass and it has real gold and like whatever you know. And you can do the rim thing. Yeah, yeah. It's real crystal and whatever, mm-hmm. but for it's like functionality. It doesn't do anything any differently and is not perceived any differently from anyone that doesn't know where it's from. So the influencer part, I think, is a huge part of it because it's like awareness. But I think it's more of seeing a environment that is more pleasant than what the environment was before. It's like, I, yeah, I agree. Pay less shoes. It, like you walk by that place in the mall, it's like, oh my god! Like, yeah, it's it's, it's rough. Let's let's. Pardon my French. That place is fucked. It's it's garbage. And just like the brown colors and their logo. Like it just it has that like desperation that like tinge of desperation to it. Yeah, it's it could really use a rebrand. It's a yeah. it's a bad store. But you go to like Aldo, which is you know, like a slightly more, you know, stylized yeah, it's not fancy, shoe store. Yeah. But the equally as cheap stuff. Mm-hmm. But they've just it's just a much nicer place to go into. It doesn't look like you know? it, yeah, it has a feel like you could wear these shoes, and right? Like, or even just be in the store. You can even like go into the store and look. Like I, and th- this is you know like when I when you're a kid and like really into brands and how you look in middle school. And like I remember my mom like dragging me into JC Penney's. I'm just mm-hmm. like, oh my god, I don't want to go in JC Penney's. I want to go to Abercrombie or I want to go into Macy's. You and would get, go to Abercrombie. You, know, polo. you definitely were an Abercrombie <laughs> kid. I had like I two. I had like two shirts. So it's they're they're like payless shoes. Like when you go buy it, it feels like mom's dragging you in because you need church shoes and yeah. like I'm not gonna spend money on the bit nice fancy shoes. Like you just need you. Like ugh, it feels gross. It does feel gross. And they all like, I remember the thing with payless shoes is they all were Velcro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like the kids, when the I was Velcro a kid, kids, it was all yeah. Velcro, and yeah. it's like like for kids shoes, like lace shoes were like you'd have to go to like uh, like Foot Locker. Right, but like yeah. Payless had all the uh, Velcro shoes. Yeah, so I th- I think that it's it's as much of that as it is the influencer thing. I mean, you you take Payless shoes, you put a bunch of white couches in there, and you know some fancy boxes. And I think in general, it's just you know uh, the the way you dress things up is the perception is so much of their value. Yeah, you know, um, like I said, and. Things are only worth what people are willing to pay for them, right? Right, and yeah. I think how yeah. you how you arrive at that is um, is really up to you, right? Yeah. Is it if it's 
if it's the way it's hosted, if it's the the packaging, if it's the the actual product, the raw material cost, you know, I think all of those things kind of contribute. Yeah. Um, and some contribute more or less than others, depending on the situation. And to bring it back to tech, yeah, technology will help you with the uh, market research needed to make those decisions. And this is all tech, yeah. yeah. Right. I mean, well, I mean, we did get that from an email, so technically. <laughs> I don't think we need to like try and bring it back <laughs> I don't think we gotta be like, and this relates to technology because <laughs> it's I like well listen you're listening to this probably on a phone and we're surrounded by computer stuff i so. think the the real relation this has is we are kind of technology guys mm-hmm. and this is kind of the ramblings of us as like man children talking about technology. fair enough i don't think we need to it's anything is fair game just because we are technology people yeah the big t yeah, the big T. That's what everyone's talking about, That's what Tony. Everyone's talking about. Okay. Hornet went for it. Okay, go this for week. it. This is his email. Jesus, Hornet. You know, uh, Hornet, brevity is the soul of wit. What was uh, what did one I, of my favorite yeah, what sayings? Did, someone was talking about uh Bill O'Reilly used to always say when he'd read emails, like keep them quippy. Pithy. Pithy. Keep them pithy. Yeah. Keep them pithy. Yeah. Right? And so Hornet be a little pithy on these next ones. Yeah. Um, luckily, we don't have a lot of emails, so I got time to read this long yeah, ass thing. If you care to opine. Yeah. But if uh, if we just get, yeah, be a little pithy. Let's, uh, let's be your own copy editor. Let's start shooting a little little tighter on these because we'll do plenty of fluffing on our own. We'll fluff it up. For you don't you. need to fluff it for yeah. us. Um, I'm going to read down this because it's. Um, I don't really know where the highlights are. Okay. okay. Yeah. Well, we could just just hit it, and then if we if it's running out of steam, we can always yeah pull Bill. a ripcord from uh, Hornet Alec, as we know him personally. Okay. He's our good friend. Yeah. Good old Hornet. Uh, first, you want to say he loved our last episode. Well, thank you. Thank you, Hornet. Uh, it's probably his favorite so far, especially where we talked about economics and. Uh, what drives the market? I think he's talking about the Black Friday episode. Wow. I actually got a lot of compliments on that episode. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. People thought cool. I think people found interest in kind of our behind the scenes look at uh e commerce and kind of how it works. Um Okay. The question Do you think modern cars, with all their technology built into them, auto braking, lane assist, touchscreen, self driving, invites drivers to be distracted? Do you think all of the driving system features in automobile automobiles actually make the roads safer? Um, so what he wrote from here is kind of his response. Um, but I want to kind of hear your take first. Love it. Well, I, I came from uh, the automotive industry, as you may or may not know. Oh, I've, I've heard. Yeah. I've heard a lot. The racing side of things. So if it's not, not really airplanes the... with you, it's <laughs> cars. cars. It's alphas. Yeah. So here's here's my thought on on the automation of cars. Um, if you if you've ever seen, there's a very it was a very interesting study done. Um, it was a while ago. It was probably in the 80s by now, if if not early 90s. But they got a line of whatever it was, a dozen cars in a circle, and they just had them drive in a circle, and it was it was a way to mimic traffic flow. And they just had them, you know, drive at a constant, everyone drive at a constant speed, whatever it was, you know, it was like 15 miles an hour and the traffic just flows Mm -hmm. really nicely. Then they had, you know, radio communication with one of the cars and just said, you know, all you, all you do is just 
tap tap the brakes a little bit, but didn't let any of the other cars know when that was going to happen. It all fell apart. Yeah, so the guy taps his brakes, maybe slows down a little bit, and then just keeps going, goes back up to 15. If the other car didn't do anything, nothing would have happened. Yeah. It would have just kept going. But that guy panics, slows down. The guy behind him panics even more and slows down, slows down, slows down, to the point where the whole thing stops. Yeah, I can see that quickly. Very quickly. So the idea of having an automated system where cars are interconnected to one another in a lane or a handful of lanes, traveling a foot apart from one another. Um, GM did a lot of studies on this. I think Cadillac has like a you know a concept vehicle that was kind of designed to do this. Um, so that that enables traffic to flow indefinitely. There's no looking down at your phone or you know, misjudging something and slowing down or someone cutting in front of you and slowing down. It essentially, for those uh, automated connected lanes, eliminates traffic. If a car is having a malfunction, it can identify that malfunction, move the car to the side or merge off the freeway or get out of the way so it never impedes traffic. The The benefits of of that are you know, obvious. You've got fuel economy, yeah. you've got pollution, you've got time saved, you got I mean it just like it's endless the amount of, of benefit to our society that that automation would, would deliver. Um the the point of that is that you are taking out the human element of the driving. So what what you're able to do is completely up to you. And there's actually been um some some proposed legislation regarding some self-driving taxis, you know, like um, Uber and mm-hmm. Lyft. And they have, uh, I think even Google and Facebook have their own like self-driving taxi services that are being tested right now. But there is this huge concern for like health and safety that basically anybody taking these driverless taxis are just going to be banging in the back seat. Oh hell yeah. Which, right, like, no freaking kidding. Just, People do that with, yeah, just going, why to, not, you just know? going to town. You're on the way to a date. You're like, I gotta, yeah. let's take care of the easy one before I get there. Right. So, so <laughs> the easy one, good cabins. What? I love it. <laughs> Sorry. I love it. So, so this isn't, a, I mark this podcast as explicit every week. Oh, you do? Just so I can. Okay, good. I didn't, I didn't realize Just that. so I can get one of those off. If I, I, I love to. it. Okay, right. perfect. Um, so. Otherwise, why have I been making it explicit? Why even do this? Why have I been making it explicit why are we even this whole doing time this? <laughs> if I can't make one jerking off joke? Okay. Okay. <laughs> every week. Explicit. Explicit. Perfect. Explicit. Okay. Good. Um, so, I mean, the concern of that there there isn't really any concern because that is the point of it now the, what what's the tricky people part people humping cars right now people humping while they're cars driving now. absolutely i've seen it on the hub okay. <laughs> <laughs> we've seen it live we've seen it happen it does happen it does uh it's and it's very well lit and has multiple cameras <laughs> yeah. involved yeah, how do they get all those cameras i don't in know there? so but with the we're in this like i, I I call it like in kids the dillweed stage where it's just like awkward. Um, we're in like it's a, an infant stage. Yeah, we're in a very awkward stage of the cars technically being able to do this, but there's not enough of them to link together mm-hmm. to you know 
be able to block out an entire lane to do this. I think they should just remove the carpool lane and make that the yeah. self-driving lane. And that that has been that has been proposed. It's just which I mean the the carpool lane study after study that does not do anything. No, it's stupid. The the point of that is to make it more difficult. Yeah, it's scientifically stupid. It, it it really has turned into a like privilege lane for people that have uh stickers on their Priuses. Yeah, well and those <laughs> and those Priuses are being subsidized by government money yeah. with electric I mean it's a whole Don't get in. Don't, whole don't do it. It's a whole Don't do thing. it. It's not <laughs> politics, yeah. Oh, uh, it's just a review. Uh, Hornet had a couple hot takes in his email about um about what we were talking about. And really he was talking about how um you know, he's kind of an analog man being old school and into older cars. Um, how he feels like touchscreens, you know, it's hard to kind of feel his way around and navigate by kind of, you know, knowledge and feeling of where the knob should be or, you know, how to turn your defroster on. And I do tend to agree with that. I do think that, um, touchscreens are a, uh, especially in cars, a danger to everyone because they really require so much attention. Um, he also mentions, um, what did he mention? No, I forgot what we were talking about. <laughs> it's hard when you're doing it twice. Um, I got to pull up his email real fast. I'm going to keep this in here because I deserve it. Oh, he's talking about how uh, a lot of these like um, kind of not self-driving, right? You know, I think we agree that these like ad hoc driving networks uh, to in traffic are a good thing. But, you know, brake assist and yeah. uh, blind spot assist yeah. and reverse cameras and all those things. Um, how they kind of breed complacency in driving, and I, and I, that I do somewhat agree with, right? I think um, you know, uh, like re- like reverse cameras and the the beeper, you know, like if you don't have that, um, you know, when you get into someone's car that does or doesn't, and you end up just backing through a wall <laughs> and kind of murdering children in the streets, right? Like, uh, so what what's your hot take? Well, but it we need to go through that in order to get to the connected networks. So it's just incremental. We need to prove out auto braking works. We need to prove out that lane assist works. We need to prove out that blind spot assist works. Um, in the automotive industry, there's you know a good deal of regulation. There's the uh, you know NTSB. There's the Euro NCAP stuff. So there's like some safety regulations that have to be considered as well. So some of this stuff isn't as like wild west as other. Uh, you know, technology areas, um, aviation's even worse. Um, you know, it's so regulated. I won't do it. Um, but we need to go through that period of like testing out these systems as backups. And, you know, there's a a litigious factor too, where you've got to say like, look, this does not replace full, you know, you be attention, you know, pay attention at the wheel. I mean, there's all those warnings and stuff. People aren't going to do it, but, um, you know the the touchscreen thing. That's a UI yeah. cons- concern to for me most uh, most of the time. I mean, I think people are so used to touchscreens now that that it's not necessarily a bad idea. But when you start burying things within multiple layers, that's a bad idea. Like I want one knob for my heat switch. You know, for yeah, vents, like my car. You know? if, if you buy the upgraded model, there's no volume knob. Yeah, that's that sucks. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's all touch controlled, right? And which I don't like, but you know, and I do agree. I agree with what you're saying. A lot of this is growing pains, and I, I, I think, you know, um, 
like the blind spot sensor does kind of make me nervous, right? Because I think it does breed a, a behavior where you know you're not checking your mirrors before you change, the right? Lanes. Yeah, you're just kind of leaning on it. Yeah, but at the that same little lights on, yeah. or you know, don't if it's off, yeah. move, or if it doesn't come on when you start moving, right? Yeah. Um, but in the same breath, I will say, like you know, like auto braking. I don't think anybody is. Um, flying into traffic being like eh, it'll break for me <laughs> yeah know? like yeah like i think it's uh it's if it if it pops on for you and stops you from hitting the guy in front of you great but i i don't think anyone's intention is to just uh let that do the stopping for them so no, i mean it's and a lot of them will do that yeah i think it's a mixed bag is what, yeah. I think is what i'm saying and i think we need to get to the point where it is doing that consistently yeah I agree. and and that's going to take it take the technology to the next level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So to, yeah, like to put a bow on it, it's, it's bad in some cases, but it is a necessary evil in others in order to get to the place where, where we need to be. And I think the bad is even better than it. The bad is better than not having it at all. Yeah. Right. People, I, I, I don't know. Do we, do we know how many people are getting in accidents because they're playing with their touch screens to try to change radio 20, stations? 27, I think. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, I don't like, know. Who, like I don't who, who the frick knows? Is that even an issue? Yeah, is it conceptually a distracting thing to have a mini tablet in your car? May yes, it sounds like it's a bad idea. You know, I don't. know. I think passengers are the most distracting thing. Yeah, passengers are crazy distracting. Your especially own, if your own the, thoughts are distracting. Chicks. they're hot chicks. Yeah, so hot chicks in the back. Oh I don't man! Care. Yeah, I mean, you can have an abacus on your dash that you're trying to forget about it. You're running into every Whoa. barrier, every car. <laughs> <laughs> you missed Tony's little dance because this is audio. Yeah, this is audio. So you didn't get to see me do my little cleavage uh, lean in, but uh, you know, it's pretty you hot. Subscribe on Patreon or something, or maybe I'll send you a video. <laughs> um, okay, Hornet, thank you very much for Thanks, the Hornet. email. Um, that was good. And Ryan, thank you also for participating in the uh, Techie Mailbag. Um, if you want to be part of the Techie Mailbag, uh, send us an email: techiepodcast at gmail dot com. Um, and maybe next time we won't make the mailbag our whole show. I don't know, but I think we got one more topic we want to cover real quick. I think it's happy news. And one little little baby topic. And let's let uh, let's let Bill take it away. Little baby topic here. Uh, so this is from an article from The Verge, Julia Alexander, blah blah blah. Nintendo's new content guidelines make it easier for YouTube creators to get paid. So Nintendo Wait. is lifting some of its heavy restrictions over is how Bill YouTube talking about video game and Nintendo nonetheless. It's not airplanes. It's not airplanes. <laughs> uh, Nintendo is lifting some of its heavy restrictions over how YouTube creators can monetize gameplay and live stream content with a new set of guidelines for creators announced Wednesday evening, which was last week to you folks. Um, not to, we really don't need to go into the specifics of what the, the actual regulations are changing, but basically, um, Nintendo had created a creator's program that you had to apply to in order to, uh, stream their content stream at all game gameplay Any Nintendo at content, all. Yeah. Um, and that's on YouTube, that's on Twitch, that's on Mixer, wherever Basically, they owned any of the content. Any monetization that came from that content went to Nintendo. Um, it was a real kibosh on anything Nintendo being used um, at all. It was very gross. It was gross. And it was kind of like the Bethesda thing that we were talking about, where you're just like, dudes, come. Or not Bethesda, sorry. Um, 
Yeah. Blizzard. Bethesda sucks too right now. Yeah, but Blizzard. Everybody sucks right Everyone now. Everyone really sucks right now. So it was like really anti-gamer, anti-consumer, but I get it. I mean, it's their con- it's their copyrighted content that I, yeah. Go ahead. I'm you sorry. know, so I I I understand them wanting to do what they can to protect that if they think it's being attacked. Yeah, I get it, but it's it's a very old mentality, right? It's a very I don't understand I don't understand this new technology and it scares me kind of uh, reaction. You know, it's um, because as we know, right, if if a game is top on Twitch, it is going to be the most popular game. Like it, it's it's going to earn money, right? Like um, if, if we learned anything from Fortnite and PUBG, those games like live and died on Twitch, right? Like the, the, the popularity of those games through streaming and YouTube. Why are you flipping me off? Really developed. <laughs> really, he did. He did a microphone hold with the middle finger up. Um, but those games, online kind of content life cycles, really created um, what they became, right? And granted, like Nintendo's under new management now. Um, they have a brand new like person in charge of Nintendo, um, and I think they're smart. I think especially leading into the launch of the new smash brothers. I think, um, if they had continued with this policy, they would really limit the ability for smash brothers to take off as like a, a, a Twitch, um, a popular Twitch game, um, popular in people's YouTube content. I think they, I think they need to have content creators making smash brothers content for that game to be uh, relevant beyond hardcore Nintendo fans. Um, and I think this is a good step in that direction, right? Um, now, will they really like stick with it? I don't know because I think they get scared very fast. I, I think you're totally right on Smash Brothers because that you know when you talked about Fortnite and PUBG and their popularity, those are very much community oriented games, and Nintendo doesn't really have a game like that. Mm-hmm. They, they don't have a massive multiplayer game. I mean, I I have abused. I will you know be honest. Like I've abused the gameplay footage streaming uh content on youtube there have been games that i have By watched abuse, you mean like in a creepy way <laughs> like just beat it with my belt <laughs> um like i have i have not bought games because i watched the gameplay on, yeah. online like i've i've watched i watched a let's play of zelda mm-hmm. i watched a guy play it beginning to end mm-hmm. i didn't buy it yeah but that's not like that's not nintendo exclusive you know what i mean and and to be honest, if you watched the Zelda game, is no, I'm saying people just watching a game. Oh yeah, all the way through, right, right, yeah, it, right, yeah. Um, and to be fair, like if you saw something in Zelda beyond just the kind of the story, now this is neat that like drew you in. It would encourage you to buy it in some ways, right? Yeah. Well, I think as as a marketer, I think it is it is important to leverage that. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's a bad thing, but I, I just know from like anecdotally, I have watched gameplay footage and not made a purchase as a result of that. So there are people, I mean, even if it's just one, there is a person that does watch gameplay footage at the expense of buying the game. As a marketer, um, I feel like uh, if you aren't, as a marketer, if you fear showing your product to people, it's probably a, not a very good product, right? Like I think that um, depends on the product, though. It does, but not movies or TV. Well, 
to a to a point i mean because movie is like a one-time like but even television if you give away the first episode of something that yeah you know, yeah there's but ways, that's what yeah, i mean like it, yeah. like even then like if you showed people the first 15 minutes of your film and it's good people are going to watch that people are going to go watch that movie yeah, you but know? I think Nintendo just didn't want the people doing the, hey, I'm playing Zelda all the way through. Hey, I'm playing Mario all the way through. Come watch me play this game. Because those are very, like, they're single-player, story-driven, not linear in a way, but they're it's it's a linear, it's being turned into a linear form of media. Mm-hmm. That's why we love video games so much, because they're not linear. Um, and any motivation to buy one of those games after the fact would be, hey, I want I want to be able to, to play out my version of the story. Yeah. Like GTA. Like I've, I could watch GTA footage, but I still want to play it because mm-hmm. I want to do it myself. You have your I want to have my own experience. Yeah. I want to go left instead of right. I want to kill that guy versus not or whatever the case. And Zelda has some of that stuff a little bit. Um, but I, I mean, exposure is the main thing. That's it. I mean, they basically cut off exposure. You don't see Nintendo games on Twitch. Yeah, yeah, I agree, and I think exposure is the most important thing right now, right? Yeah, no one's you, seeing it. You need to create exposure for your games, and Twitch is the place to gain that exposure. If you're not on Twitch, you basically don't exist. Yeah, you know, right? And so, um, yeah, if you're not in the top ten of games being played on Twitch, your game doesn't matter. Yeah, it's pretty amazing, right? Especially like when Fall seventy six launched, and it was like fifth was like the best it did on launch day. I was like, this game is doomed <laughs> yeah well and, and that is a community-based game that's yeah. a game that's been designed to hey play with everybody you know play with friends run yeah i think people. it got up to like second or third but like it was low for a while yeah. and i was like this is this, this was really rough like yeah. this is really bad um so i agree and um i just think it's smart i think the thing that encourages me is i feel like nintendo's always been so backwards um especially with online things they're they're, they're online like plan like for the system like the gaming system still is terrible it's yeah not, with the weverse whatever they call well, that. now it's the nintendo switch online yeah um it's not good i just actually just bought i bought a family plan i got it was the one the good thing is you can randomly invite eight people to be in your family nice and then split a family plan for 35 dollars a year yeah that's not so good. whatever i bought it but um but it's bad. Like what it offers is not very good, and um, you know. But whatever. Like as much as I can criticize that, I can say that this is a very, a very positive move, a forward-thinking move, and a, a, a relevant move to the current times. You know, and for that, I can I can applaud them. They march to the beat of their own drum a little bit. You know, they they kind of curate their content and stories, and they're careful about third party. I mean. If if they were just in it, it's kind of like Rockstar. Like if they were just in it to whore themselves out to make as much money as possible, we'd have Mario, you know, mobile. You know, they they would have sold themselves out in ways that they could make money, but it would be at the detriment of the brand itself. You know, it's funny that I just heard. So Miyamoto controls all the Mario stuff, right? He's the Mario guy, and they were talking about um, Super Smash Brothers when it first came out, and. Um, they actually didn't make it originally wasn't going to be Nintendo characters. So they made a version which is generic characters. And um at the last minute before they showed it to Miyamoto to like pitch it for Nintendo, they subbed in all the Mario characters. And um 
I guess Miyamoto just was like, oh, it's Mario. That's cool. And like, that's why it sold. Oh, that's awesome. And um, in the same way, I don't know if you've heard of Mario plus Rabbids. Yeah. It's like a little strategy game for a Switch. Yeah, a little Ubisoft. Yeah. I guess in the same way, they just made a demo with Mario in it and showed it to Miyamoto. And he's like, oh, that's cool. It's Mario. And then they made that game too. He said yes. Yeah, so Do I it think, before he figures it out. I think the reason they haven't sold out Mario everywhere, because there's Mario cereal, there's Mario everything else. People just aren't making demos with Mario. <laughs> <laughs> make more, make a mobile yeah. Mario demo. He seems to say yes, no matter what, as long as Mario's already in it. So it would be so perfect just to have like a like the OG original Mario games on your phone. Yeah, or Mario three, uh, Mario three, and Mario World especially. Yeah, because those are like those are like long, like well, not long, but multiple levels, right. like yeah. cool games with you know interesting worlds and mechanics. Mario 1 is very much just, it's a great game, but uh, it'd be hard to play on your phone because it's so precise. But that's the problem. Precise platformers are hard on your phone. Yeah, that's a good know. point, too. Um, but they are great games. Yeah. All right. I think uh, I think we nailed it today, Bill. I am tech-yad out. I am tech-yad out, too. We, cool. had a, we had a little... Uh, tech hiccup. A little tech hiccup that cost us some time. Uh, I appreciate you guys sticking with us, um, even though we missed you last week. Bill... Where can people find you? Uh, Twitch.tv slash B-I-L-L-4-L-E. And the same for YouTube. All right. You can find me. This is Tony, the Tone Face Killer on Twitch and Twitter. I'm on Twitch all the time. Killer so, with an H. Killer with an H. Say it with the chest. <laughs> uh, so T-O-N-E-F-A-C-E-K-I-L-L-A-H. And, uh, yeah, we really appreciate you guys all stopping by. Make sure and tell a friend. And Bill's about to say something. I was just going to say, if you guys are listening to this, it would be fun to have you guys watch us on Twitch, even if it just once. And even if you're like, this is really stupid. It would be fun for you to like stop. And we do stream quite often. And if I, you're, Yeah, I would be pretty... If someone came into yeah. my channel and said, hey, I saw you. I listened to your podcast. It was terrible. I'd be like, oh, you listened to my podcast. I'd be so excited. <laughs> so excited. Yeah. <laughs> but if you haven't, like if you're not a Twitch watcher, um, I, give it a shot. Because there, I've I've met some people that you would never think. Yeah, I love it. That would watch. I mean, like some guys in their sixties and seventies that just watch it all the time. All right. So if you come to one of our Twitch channels, just come in and start talking about turtles. That way, we know that you yes. heard it here. Turtle, turtle. Be like, hey, turtle, man, and um, we'll know like you're on the inside. You're like, you know, we'll be like, oh, don't mess with the turtle guy. All right, he's the he's the man around here. <laughs> you don't actually have to do that. <laughs> It'd be cool though. It would be kind of funny. It would be yeah, fun. it'd be fun. It'd be fun to know where you came from. I say just blast in there and say tech, yeah, because why keep it a secret? We want everyone else in the in the Twitch or in the you know in the chat to know. Yeah, I just think turtles are cool. Okay, that's cool. All right, you can say you can make turtle comments to Tony, <laughs> <laughs> or just say yeah. You can Plug say, the shit out of the podcast in mine. <laughs> yeah, whatever. I don't care. All right. Um, Bill, anything else? Nope, that's it. Love you guys. We love you guys. Good night.